All right. Hello and welcome to the Conjecturing, a horrorish podcast. With me is Laura. Hello. And Greg. Good evening. And I'm your host, Rob. How's everybody doing today? Good. Great, Rob. Good, good. Yeah, I know uh, one of us is uh, not doing that well. He's, yeah. he's he's lying on the floor right now <laughs> like a cricket, like a cricket. <laughs> I've seen better days. Yeah, Greg, Actually, I've seen better uh, days. Like I, mm-hmm. I told you guys earlier, I started walking a little bit today. I've had some back chronic back issues the last couple yes. of days. It just, the thought occurred to me as I was scooting across the kitchen, like right before I got in here, that I walked like those clowns from the movie we're watching tonight. (laughs) (laughs) They shuffle, they they look like they have like a stick up their ass. I'm channeling the clowns. Channeling (laughs) the clowns tonight. Not bad. I'm improving. Nice, nice. That's good. That's good to hear, man. That's good to hear. That's good to hear, you know. Um, So I don't know if you're even able to drink right now, Greg, but uh, we're going to do the cups right now. So let's uh, let's get the drop going. What's in the cups? Okay, so uh, let's uh, let's start with Laura. Laura, what's in your your cup tonight? What are you drinking? All right. I am bringing back from the Shining episode. I'm going to do a shot and a beer because... I didn't just have the uh, the shining shot glass. I have a whole set of horror shot glasses. And although this is not the exact clown, I pulled out my it shot glass. Since wow! Okay. Clown. Nice, nice. Um. So, yep. Yeah, uh, bottoms up here. Salute! Oh wow! Drinking shots again. Okay. All right, Greg. What are you What are you drinking, Greg? What are you mixing with your muscle relaxers? Yeah. <laughs> Mine's a lot simpler. I just poured myself an Irish coffee. Nice. It's a big cup. You see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. With some added Coffee. sugar. Okay. Yeah, I got to be a pro. <laughs> added sugar. Uh, yeah, and I'm just drinking a this new drink I've been drinking since uh, quarantining started. Uh, truly hard seltzer. It's a way I, uh, you know, talk myself into saying I'm drinking water, but I'm actually drinking some form of alcohol almost 24-7. Perfect. Yeah, it's actually really good. <laughs> this one is a blueberry Aussie. So it's uh, really good. So yeah, cheers, you guys. Cheers. Nice. Cheers. All right, wow. good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I feel like this movie doesn't need alcohol. Pretty much does it for it. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Let's get to um. Let's get to some some uh, pod uh whatever you want to call it information we have right now. So uh the other day Greg texted us that uh I guess a website had you know, mentioned us in their blog or whatever. So do you have that information, Greg? Yeah. Um, it's this website called unbearablescares.com. I don't really know who is the author of it, but um, it's pretty cool. They have, it's kind of like a, it's a horror blog that they've started for 2020. And they, it looks like they've kicked it off with a list, like a full complete list of uh, horror-ish or, you know, horror-like podcasts. There are a lot of podcasts out there that I didn't even realize this. A lot of podcasts out there that, um, like tell stories. Mm, I guess that yeah. they make up yeah. stories and they tell it in a very you know uh, scary way. Um, it's like those old radio shows that you would tune into you know late at night. So there's a bunch of those, um, and there are podcasts about horror, quote unquote, things like uh, uh, topics, uh, haunted houses. Um, you just a, bu- a bunch of different uh, topics, and there's also a category um, where podcast review horror movies and tv shows and and we're listed under that one so that'd be cool it's a neat little website unbearablescares.com yes nice nice yeah that, that's that's cool to hear that you know we're on any type of list i guess and 
And yeah. One thing, one thing, I don't know how they found yeah, it. One thing I asked Craig was like, how did you uh, like find this information? You know? And then what did you say, Greg? How did you find this information? I just Googled it. <laughs> I'm the curious type, so. Crazy, crazy. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So if anybody wants to Google us and our pod uh, or hit us up, you, know, you can hit us up at ConjecturingPod at Gmail or Twitter, Instagram is uh, at ConjecturingPod. So you can hit us up both ways there. You know, you can send us emails. You can uh, let us know what's going on. Anything uh, you guys might want us to conjecture, movie, or, uh, you know, suggestions. We kind of have our top 10 list that we've been going on, but we've been throwing other things in there now. So, you know. Oh, yeah lists don't really matter that much anymore so if somebody has a good suggestion you know other than possibly this week's movie then uh you know maybe we'll we'll listen to it so let's get to right now a little bit of follow-up from previous show we don't really need to talk about crawl i think that much i think we kind of summed up that episode unless anybody has anything about that episode Mm-mm. no okay good all right good I do have something I did mention in the uh, Shining episode that I bought the UK version, which was 119 minutes uh, in length. And yeah. I watched it today and I wanted to report back and just say how, because originally when we did the Shining, I gave it a three star rating, you know, three out of five stars. Yeah. So after watching the 119 minute, which is two hours, they cut out whatever that is, almost 30 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. I definitely enjoyed it a lot more. It, it was a wow. lot quicker paced. Pretty much what is cut from the movie is all this garbage that I didn't like. It's Dick Holleran, you know, calling five friends to try to get on an airplane. It's like, you know, half the scenes were Jack and... um Shelley Duvall. Yeah, when they're showing them around the hotel, you know, they're showing them around the hotel. They don't go through a lot of that stuff. They only do a couple things. You know, the one that they kind of, they didn't show that I thought maybe I would regret was they didn't show the introduction of the maze. They cut that. Mm. They cut that scene out, which I was kind of like, I don't know if that one was needed or not. Um, they didn't show the introduction to the gold. The what was it? The gold room. Gold room. The yeah. gold room. They didn't show what? the introduction to that. Like you know, showing them the room, and they cut out the whole thing about that. There's no liquor here anymore. They cut out all that stuff is gone. Uh, they cut out the whole beginning of the movie with the uh, doctor and Danny. Oh, that, that whole like ten minute hmm. scene. So you don't know anything about jack and what he did to danny and what happened you don't know any of that stuff oh you know? wow but i think you know most of the stuff they cut i probably would say is in the first 45 minutes of the movie yeah you know which to me was a lot of the parts that was very slow paced to me mm-hmm. it was interesting uh, you know watching it like i said i definitely enjoyed it a lot better it was very quick in the beginning it was very fast which i enjoyed you know it has really good cut points going from different things to another which i thought was yeah. oh this is really good because like in the beginning you know uh, when it shows danny Annie in the bathroom and he has his vision and then that's when it would cut to the doctors there and she's looking at him and they go through all that it's like a good 10 minutes but in yeah. this yeah. in this version it goes from danny having the vision and then it cuts right to uh, them driving on the highway you know and going to the hotel which mm. i thought was a really good transition because it's just them in the car and starting talking yeah. about the cannibalism and this and that and then one thing that i did notice was i thought i would miss it or not but the fact that they didn't have that beginning scene where you find out that Jack hurt Danny a long time ago, that the scene in the bar where he's talking to Lloyd and he's going mm-hmm. through the whole thing of like, I didn't touch him. I never touched him. And he's like, Bo, but one time I did, you know, but it was an accident without the beginning of you knowing it in the first five minutes. It means so much more when he reveals it. It's like a reveal. Oh. And that was, that was the one thing where I was like, Ooh, I like this better. 
because like I said, it was like a reveal, you know, once you, fe- once right. you know it in the first 10 minutes in the movie, you know it, there is no reveal to it. But the fact that they reveal it later on that he did this, it, to me, it actually was better that way. So the original version you thought in comparison was sort of redundant, like the, the longer version. Yeah. The longer version, like it, it told you twice. So it kind of took the teeth out of that, that admission. Yeah, so I, I myself, I liked it a lot better. I mean, the biggest, I think the, the, the person actually would need to watch it would be Laura. I would need to send it to Laura and she would need to watch it and give her perspective because she's seen this so many times. She has the book in her head. She would yeah. be the real person to give a good definitive, like, this is better or not better. I, I'm saying it to somebody that just watched this and watched this, but I think m- your, your opinion probably has a little more weight than mine. I would like to hear it. So I'm probably going to do that. I'm going to send it to you. You watch it and you report back. For sure. But I, but I definitely liked it more. I liked it more. Like I said, now, you know, I would originally say the longer version, I would give three stars because it's just so long. Mm-hmm. And there's just so much filler that this version, the 119 minute, I would give it four stars. I give it yeah. four. Wow. I really okay. liked wow. it a lot better. And if anybody wants to try to get this version, the only place I found it was on Amazon. Um, and it's called the Shining Blu-ray Edition. And pretty much if you just scroll down to the details of the actual DVD, it, it literally says 119 minute length. So as mm-hmm. long as you have that version, then you're fine. But I would really recommend if anybody you know, wants to hear it, it's not available on streaming anywhere. So this is the only way I think wow. you can get it. Um, so if I recommend if anybody, you know, loves this movie or even is questioning like, oh, I don't really think it's that great. I would say purchase this version and watch it because I enjoyed it a lot better myself. Interesting. That's really interesting. I want to see that too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you, could be, you, sure. could, you could be next on the list and after Laura, I'll give it to you. And we'll, 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 t- we'll take this, uh, <laughs> The Shining. We've already done two, two hours and 26 minutes. We'll just keep plugging <laughs> oh in another God. 15 on every episode. So we'll eventually get to a four hour worth of content about The Shining. Oh, my God. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, at least we're doing four hours on The Shining and not whatever Jeepers Creepers, you know, or something. Oh, like, you know? Be, yeah. You couldn't. Mm-hmm. I'd quit. I'd quit yeah. the pod. If yeah. You yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I can do four hours on Justin Long, <laughs> but, you know, that, that's that's another that's another issue, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold on, that's 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 the end soundbite right there, Rob. <laughs> you could do four hours in just a long. That's, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah. So let's uh let's get to the the movie a bit here. You know, uh, we did reveal, la- of course, last episode that uh, we're doing 1988's Killer Clowns from Outer Space. This was my movie pick. Um, why I chose this movie, I. I don't know. I mean, I chose it. I, I chose it for a lot of the visuals in this movie. You know, I mean, the clowns, you guys have to admit, the clowns are fucked up looking, right? They're fucked up looking, right? The clowns? No yes. questions. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Good, good. Good. Okay. Let's just, okay. Let's end the pod there. That's it for the night. <laughs> I mean, do I think they're scary or is it or Pennywise? No, Pennywise is right no no way you're telling are me are you kidding me oh, no, no, wait wait no i'm not the, wait 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 wait. let me explain you're telling me if you were walking down a street and you saw both you saw pennywise and one of these clowns standing side by side no context of who they are what they do or anything like that that you wouldn't tell me the ones from killer clowns from outer space look a lot more fucked up than fucking the it clown i wouldn't be scared of these guys i'd be like oh they're actually from a circus they're like silly clowns Oh my god! You're but you know what? Dumb. I don't have a fear of clowns, and a lot of people do. So this is why this is hard for me. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. So before we get to the selected movie, you know, we get into it a little bit. Uh, it's time for a horrorish segment of the week, and this week I have. It's gonna be a question. Any questions? Yeah, any questions? Any questions? Yes. Sorry, sorry, Greg. 
question. Yeah, I, I, I hope I hope Greg researched all the clowns in this movie. <laughs> We've done too many games recently. I was like, there's no way. Mm-hmm. I'm just I just want to like give it a break for a bit, just so can Greg can research all the movies, and then right when he gets a little <laughs> bit lazy, then I'll do a trivia. I researched the uh, the movie the filmography of of uh, the main characters. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> all for not okay Get the question. Um, and he's like bedridden with his back this is just the saddest <laughs> oh man that's pretty funny greg that's pretty- well maybe you can include it in your grave diggings or something like that you know yeah maybe or we can add a we can add a clown diggings to this episode oh my god we can do that we could do that we could do that so so the question i have for this week definitely pertains to clowns of course so watching this movie, I thought it was very interesting that all the clowns, each of them had their own, you know, special attire or special look to them that I found interesting. So I would give the questions to you guys as, you know, what would be your perfect horror clown outfit? And what would be your clown weapon of choice? So if you had to choose a clown outfit to wear yourself, that you're wearing to scare somebody, what would you what would you be wearing? So what would you be wearing, Laura? You know, as part of your clown outfit to scare somebody? I feel like I would go more like a jester route. Like I would be like a clown jester. That's kind of what I see. You'd have like the the, like the the like the shoes that kind of curl up and there's bells on them? E, I mean, well, I'm not an elf, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Something more like Joker-esque, I feel like. Joker-esque, um, uh-huh. God, you know, weapon of choice is always hard. I, I'm always going to answer knife. I am like such a slasher girl. I just feel like that's, if I run a horror movie, that's my weapon. I'm always going to say knife. You can't have a knife. No, it has to be like a clown weapon, like a like a clown weapon. Not a, oh, not a, a ridiculous. Yeah, come yeah. on. Isn't that a carnival game, Rob? Where you have there's like a lady or somebody that's like at the wall, and you throw knives in between. Ooh. You could be like that clown who does that, and then mm-hmm. you actually. I don't know if that's like, a clown, more like a magician, but okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, was about to say, I could be a clown that does magic. You know, someone that like saws the person in half, mm-hmm. but I actually. But you actually saw them in half? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so that's going to be Laura then. You're going to look like a court jester and you have knives that you throw at people. That's yes. your thing? Yeah. I like it. Yeah, that's creepy. Okay. All right, okay. What about you, Greg? What's going to be your, your clown outfit and what clown weapon are you choosing? If I want to be as effective as possible, I honestly don't think you can do any better than the clowns of this movie. Like, I, I'm not going to say I'm going to be these clowns, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying, like, they're the creepiest things that I've ever seen in my life. What? Uh, oh my God. That said, I, you know, I kind of like, I kind of like the, the Joaquin Phoenix uh, clown. He, he's kind of like dapper. He's like, he's, he dresses sharp. He kind of has style. I kind of like that. Um, mm-hmm. I may do something like that or, you know, I want to be a cool clown. That's what that- I guess it's. <laughs> The question is, you're supposed to be a horror clown. What outfit would you wear to scare somebody? Not be fucking cool. Oh, man. Also, you just said that the clowns in this movie are like as scary as they get. But then you also are saying you basically want to look like a Joker, which is mm-hmm. like, see? Yeah. Well, no, no. I want to <laughs> I, I be like a cool clown. I don't want to be the ones with the baggy pants with like the, the weird wrinkles. But if I'm going, yeah, okay, if I'm going for the effectiveness, I'm going to say I'm going to just be like one of the clowns in this movie where 
old, tattered clothes uh, <laughs> that look like they used to have bright colors, but they're faded now, and they're like really oily and greasy, oh. like a <laughs> kind of like a carny. Mm-hmm. That, that facial expression yeah. that you just mm-hmm. gave me is exactly what I was hoping for. Yeah, you're like, a carny your clown. hair, you know, is like wiry and greasy. You've got oh. like wrinkles everywhere. And I think you're describing honestly, the the creeper from Cheaper's Creepers. <laughs> it, he's probably like the original clown. It's been around for centuries. This is um, all common, real full circle, guys. Mm-hmm, I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Greg, what's gonna How be they... what's gonna be your clown weapon then? What's what's your weapon gonna be? Oh, my clown weapon. Um, yeah. You sound like a mechanic. You might as well have a fucking wrench. How about uh? How about the hammer from the Whack a Mole? Just uh, oh, like yeah. a big hammer. Okay. Yeah. I like that. I like that. A big hammer. I like that. Okay. That's more clownish than Laura's knife, but okay, I like it. I like it. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think. Job. I think for me, I, I definitely would have to start with like big red nose, like a big red nose, you know, like like oversized nose that is like ridiculous, you know. Uh, so I definitely have a big red nose as my clown outfit. Um, I think I would go opposite to normal clown etiquette and not have any hair at all. But I would just have like one strand of like blue hair that kind of like twirls around the top of my head. Because I think that's kind of fucked up looking. Yeah. And then uh, from that point, I think I would have like uh, I would like have a guy out there who has that hairdo who's like you ask me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, yeah. Um, and then I think I would do like I would do like paint like over my eyes, you know, like paint over my eyes, like I was like a ninja, so you couldn't like see my eyes at all. And mm. then and then like for my clown mouth, I would just like like make it look like my my lips are sewn together. Ooh, like that. Yeah, I think I would do something like that. That'd be pretty fucked up looking. Yeah, and then for my Someone needs to like draw this. It's... I know yeah. somebody. Somebody should draw me as my fucked up clown. Yeah, and then uh, I think, uh, and then I think as my weapon, hmm, my clown weapon. I think if my thing is like, um, like my lips are sewn up, so I probably would have like, uh, like a needle and thread with me at all times. I think that would be pretty crazy, you know, like a needle and thread, and I can like sew people together from my clown outfit. You know? Oh mm-hmm. God! Now see, this is mm-hmm. like a horror movie. Oh my! Oh wait, so that? Oh, I just I just thought of it now. Okay, so, so my my clown outfit itself is just like skin that I've sewn together. No. <laughs> so that's no. yeah, that's fucking that's a fucked up clown. See, there you go. Is that better than the clowns from this movie, Laura? Is that actually scary? That is horrifying. Yeah, and then my clown name would be Stitches. You're welcome, guys. Wow. Nice, sweet dreams. Sweet dreams, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. We're watching Disney Plus tonight. Thank yeah, you. No, yeah, yeah. So so if any if anybody wants to email us in, you know, maybe a little sketch of Stitches, you can hit us up at ConjecturingPod at Gmail or Twitter, Instagram at ConjecturingPod. Let me know what that's going to look like. You know, maybe one day, like Greg was talking about at the beginning, we can put on like a little uh, Conjecturing Pod theater of the mind and we could do Stitches episode. Greg can definitely wow. do all the fucking audio we need. Greg is like a human beatbox over there. Yeah. <laughs> no, Laura is a perfect narrator. So I think I think we would easily have it covered. All right. So let's get to the movie now. You know, it's time to put on our red noses and get to the movie right now. <laughs> So let's, uh, you know, like we said, the movie we're doing is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Uh, 1988, this movie came out. PG-13. They had one F-bomb in there. One F-bomb, yep. which I think is what you're allowed for a PG-13 now. 
this is listed as a cult classic. This is listed as a cult classic, guys. So when you I can see it, yeah, Greg sees it. Laura, Greg sees it. You should come over on our side, Laura, a little bit. Oh, I didn't say I like the movie. I, I could say I could, I, I could see uh, how it's a cult. Uh, no, I'm cutting that out. I'm cutting that out, Greg. You said it. I'm cutting it. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was actually written and directed and produced by the Chiodo brothers. Is that how you pronounce it, Greg? Chiodo? Probably. There's, I, like there's a band I like called Chiodo. So that's yeah. The band is named after them. The band is named after them. No way. Is it? Yeah, yeah. The band is named after them. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah, so these these are three brothers that started in the uh, special effects industry. Yeah, so they did special effects specializing in clay molding, creature creation, stop motion, animatronics. They have uh, they did the they did the creature effects for the movie Critters, mm-hmm. and they also created the claymation sequence for Large Marge scene in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> you know, which is a pretty that's a pretty fucked up scene in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's that's these brothers. But two two of the brothers were the writer directors of this movie. I think the other brother was just a producer and, and probably helped of course with the clowns. The clowns are the biggest thing that they did. They of course created the clowns and how they worked and this and that. Yeah, this movie had a one point eight million dollar budget. So this movie was $1.8 million, you know, definitely, definitely early special effects in this movie and the box office. Like, I'm not sure if this is correct. Everything I've looked at, it didn't list the box office, but I found one website that said 15 million. So I don't, I don't know how accurate that is or not. I'm not sure. I know they did a re-release of this movie in like 2016 or 17 at the Alamo draft house. So I don't know if that's included in part of it. I'm not sure. So take it with a grain of salt that this made 15 million dollars i'm not sure about that yeah i got some interesting facts about the movie um so like laura already mentioned you know this movie was born out of two of the most common fears that human beings experience and that's one the fear of clowns which is called uh oh my god i don't know how to pronounce this one (laughs) (laughs) is it oh my god i gotta edit all this crap out yeah you do Um, I can't even color Oh my god. Somebody look it up and fucking say it. Cool. Cool. Chlorophobia. Chlorophobia? <laughs> I'm just let's just like that. None of us are doctors. <laughs> I'm just gonna fucking leave it in. Just leave it all Don't in. Leave who, it in. <laughs> yeah, who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, chloro chlorophobia, chlorophobia. Yeah, yeah. The fear of clouds. <laughs> and then the fear of aliens is uh, xenophobia. That one I fucking know. That one I fucking know because I have that one. You oh know, I don't. God. I don't really have a fear of clowns, but I definitely have a fear of aliens. So I have that. Why one. don't they just make it simple and call it clownophobia? That's all I'm asking. Just yeah. I know it's true. It's true. Yeah, the Latin should, let's, just, let's just pronounce it that. Let's just pronounce it clownophobia. Clownophobia. Clownophobia like and xenophobia. That, there you go. So those are the two yeah. things that this movie's based on. Is those two fears. And this is actually this movie was filmed in Watsonville, California, which I used oh, to wow. live right by Watsonville when I went when I lived in Monterey. Yeah. I used to go by there. And also this movie was shot on the Santa Cruz Beach boardwalk, which I'm watching this. Really? Yeah, when I watch this, I'm like I'm like, that's Lost Boys. When they show the faraway scene of the boardwalk and the carnival's going on, I'm like, that's Lost Boys. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um the only other thing to mention would be that this uh the Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights has done multiple themes of this over the years of killer really? clowns in outer space. Oh, yeah. Now, see, that would be epic. I would love mm-hmm. to go through that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. I don't know the last time they did it, but they've done multiple years where they had that as their theme, or at mm-hmm. least part of the 
whatever you call it, one of the mazes or something like that was well this movie killer clowns from outer space yeah okay. so yeah i think that's it for all the interesting information uh you know we know how to pronounce clownophobia now so we made it our own so there we go um so laura do you want to give your synopsis to this movie i've been waiting for this i've been waiting for laura's synopsis to this movie don't hype it up i don't even know what to say uh the movie opens up with some teens making out in their car and uh they see a shooting star which turns out to be what they think is like a comet but it's actually aliens who are killer clowns uh who have landed in this like tiny beach town and uh they are basically there to terrorize and kill and eat all of the citizens of these town of this town and uh they do so by cocooning them in cotton candy and then drinking their blood through curly straws <laughs> oh my god how's that how'd that's i do fucking, that's fucking awesome that's fucking awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> That that's fucking yeah. That, I love it, Laura. That's so perfect. Mm-hmm. I think that might be the best synopsis you've done. Good job. That was really good. Yeah. You're biased. You're so biased. <laughs> I know it's true. It's true. I'm like wearing a bozo wig right now. Uh, so who wants to start? Who wants to start going through this movie? I will say right off the bat before you guys start. Greg was asking me what the Rotten Tomato score was were for this movie. Oh yeah. So the critic score is seventy eight percent. Are you? Oh what? So, so just just keep that in the back of your mind right now while you guys do your little talking points, and then I'll come in at the end and kind of you know finish everything up. Seventy. What about the what about the the audience rating? We don't we don't need to talk about the audience score. Don't worry about the audience. Oh, score. tell me Whoa, what that. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> what is it? Uh, it's it deleted. I think I don't know what happened. I don't know. Uh-huh. There was only half a tomato. It was only half a tomato. That's all. I don't know <laughs> what happened. Divulge that. What is it? Uh, audience score fifty nine. Fifty nine. Not horrible. Bad. This is nuts. Wow. Critics, seventy. You know, let's talk about. You know, let's. Uh, you know, what, what's the what's the saying? You know, let's, it's better to shine a light than uh, curse the darkness, or something like that. Let's look at the bright side here. Seventy-eight percent. Seventy-eight percent. Let's uh, let's just keep going with seventy. Keep thinking of seventy-eight in your head when you when you do your little talking points. Okay. That hard seltzer is getting to your brain, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Greg. I'm just popping pills right now. I'm so curious. I almost I need to hear what they're saying about this. This is crazy. We'll go through okay. it. I, I got some reviews. I got some reviews. Yeah, yeah. But let's uh, let's. Who wants to start? Who wants to start here? I'll I'll start off. Yeah. Okay. The movie's called. Obviously, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I don't know what I was expecting when you see a title like that. This was just like the craziest movie. I it After watching it, I realized that you need to look at it differently than yeah. what you would normal movies. Actually, now that you mentioned the budget was under $2 million, that, that kind of changes things too because that's extremely low. Mm-hmm. When you think about what it takes to to pay out all your actors and all of your extras and all creating all the sets and getting permits to do, you know, film where you have to film um, that gets sucked up pretty quickly. Uh, so the production budget's kind of amazing. When you think about that compared to what you got, it was clearly a B, a B movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that, the acting was just, a, was atrocious, you know, by comparative <laughs> standards with like a normal movie. Um, the, the shots were odd. Like, hey, that the wait, 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 wait. You can't talk about the acting like that bad. That that hillbilly in the opening scene. That guy was on point. Oh my god, that guy it's, where he was like he was like, what in blue blazes is a circus tent building up in these parts? Like, he, yeah. So the, it's I'm I'm sorry. This acting was the worst <laughs> acting of any movie I've ever seen in my entire life. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, yep. no, no. no. Yep. 
No. Yep. Come on now. I, I was. But gonna, you have to think. Like, I was, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry, Greg. Me and Laura have to argue for a little bit. I'm sorry. I was gonna <laughs> say this is not. This is just on par with uh, what's your name from Nightmare on Elm Street. No, no, no. Yeah, what's no. her name? She was just as bad in that movie that no. they were in this movie. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Mm-hmm. No, Nancy might have been overacting. But mm-hmm. this was just, mm-hmm. and it's sad because I kept wondering why I recognized that chick. And it turns out she's actually from Weird Science. And I was like, yeah, oh, my exactly. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, I, I mean, these people, like, should not be actors. <laughs> they should not be actors. Yeah. Like, it, like it's real. <laughs> well, one thing that, that I, I think you have to consider is an actor has, has two jobs. They have to read and digest the lines that they've been given and then deliver it. So part of their job is kind of out of their control. Like a lot of these lines are just are really bad. Um, and they're, and of course they're directed to be a certain way. So like the, the biggest thing was, so you really, the whole movie centers around probably like five or six different characters. You have this young guy, Mike, his girlfriend, Debbie, you have two police officers, a young one and an old one. The young one's name is Dave. Turns out that he was the old, he was the ex-boyfriend of the girl. Mm-hmm. And then the, the old police officer was named Mooney. He's this like really old, grumpy, on the verge of retirement cop. And then you've got the, the two, the Terenzi brothers, who are kind of like the extra comedic effect, as if this movie needed. Yeah. <laughs> so given that, like, you know, a, a lot of the lines that they were given were just, you could tell they were told to be a certain way. And if you were trying to take this movie seriously, like, oh, this is a good movie. I'm going in to be scared. You know, I, I kind of have a fear of clowns, which I kind of do. You're going to just think this is an atrocious movie. Um, I think there are, you know, we'll talk about it later, but there's probably ways of watching this movie where it could actually be, you know, very valuable and, and, and enjoyable. But yeah, I thought the acting was, there were so many lines. There was um, one where, <laughs> so the... Mike and Debbie, they go to investigate the, the circus tent because they see that the comet or the, the shooting star lands, you know, maybe a mile or two away. So they go and investigate and he gets out of his car and he goes, he goes like full Native American. He goes, instinct, serve chief, correct path, lie that way. We must travel many moons. I thought, oh, don't oh. That was just so cringeworthy. Like, and they all say things like everyone is is over the top when they don't need to be. When they go back to the police precinct to try to, you know, act for the help of the of the authorities, you have the typical tropes of like the young guy who wants to do everything by the rules, and the old guy who doesn't take anyone's crap, doesn't believe anybody, and he's just like on a he's twelve out of ten, like in every uh, second that he is speaking. Um, but like again, other than that, it's like, well, is it fair to even judge this movie on that? Yes and no. I'd say mostly no. I'd say mostly. <laughs> it just oh, depends God, on Rob. honestly depends on how you look at it. I, like, like you know, out of the movies that we've watched so far, I found that I'm more of a person that like puts myself in a movie, and this is something that I've kind of learned as we've watched movies. I put myself in a role. I almost like take I, I put myself in the shoes of the character and i go well what would i do what and i almost like make it like my story who and who were you what character were you in this movie i couldn't there was nowhere to go because everyone was just ridiculous and they were doing dumb anytime uh, uh, uh so the clowns eventually made their way into town right they landed they killed a few people spun them up into cotton candy and then they eventually made them w- their way into town and then they would go essentially house to house killing people in very creative ways very creative very creative yeah. 
it was like any time that they knocked on someone's door or approached somebody in public, everyone was just so receptive to these horrifying clowns. Oh my and, god, it's infuriating. Oh, hey, come here and allow themselves to get killed. And like, I don't know if that was just meant to be funny or you're. It's obviously not realistic in any way. That was way. Laura. That was Laura, though. Laura literally said in the beginning of this episode she wouldn't be scared by these clowns. She said they would just look like regular clowns. So Laura would be like, hey, I don't I'm just going to go talk to you. Scary either. I mean, it's still infuriating because, like, whether the, it's a scary clown or not, if a clown in general approached me when I was not at a circus, I would be like, <laughs> what the fuck, you know? When, when you were just okay. having having dinner at a, your birthday party at, a, like, a restaurant? Yeah, and, like, <laughs> some rando single mm-hmm. clown is walking around like, hey, come or, here. Or, or when you order a pizza and then a clown pops out of the pizza? Yeah, like, uh, if I opened the door to a clown holding a pizza, I'd for sure shut the door and be like, nope, <laughs> nope. <laughs> continue <laughs> yeah so that was that was that i mean and and so my thing was like throughout this entire movie it literally feels like they went to like a grade school and pulled you know all the students and asked okay give me a really crazy thing that happens with clouds a crazy way and then yes. they took like the top 20 results or 20 30, 30 results and just stitched those scenes back to back yes it was just like a bunch of weird stuff happening which i have to admit it was creative i mean anytime they they basically took a lot of the the things that you see in a carnival you know whether it's Mm -hmm. popcorn whether it's balloon animals uh whether it's uh cotton candy and they created a way to just kill people but then it seemed very gimmicky by like the every couple of scenes it would just be a weird way for a clown to kill somebody there would be like a random puppet show out of nowhere and then the clown would come up and shoot them and it was like by the 20th time it just seemed kind of gimmicky and like all the scenes were so we all watched this movie in um, like a netflix party where you can like kind of chat with each other so i remember saying two two of us did two of us did yeah yeah i was like half in it because of my connection but there was i i some part at during the movie where i said that it felt like the movie was being filmed that was as it was being written like there was it was almost like when they said like go people didn't have lines they were just told how to how to act and they would they would say the most they would say the craziest things but you know that said knowing that the movie's called killer clowns from outer space you know it's gonna be some wild shit like you're not looking for an oscar movie so and like again they didn't try to take themselves seriously in the beginning and then try to dumb it down and and joke around they were pretty much ridiculous from from the beginning like the second scene where the uh the terenzi brothers they're basically the the ice cream truck dudes who are just they're kind of like nerds going around trying to get laid by in enticing Mm -hmm. people to get ice cream and they uh they roll up on the kids at the top of the the top of the world and they're just kind of like big goofballs throughout the movie and they end up joining forces with Mike, Debbie and Dave to like thwart this clown a clown attack. They we see them in the beginning of the movie and they don't stop, they don't relent in being ridiculous as we'll, I'm sure we'll get into toward the end of the the movie. So I have to give this movie credit for keeping its identity like Again, like we're watching these movies sort of critically and we're comparing it to past movies in some way. So 
it's I think it's probably easy to like just bash on every scene, but you have to take things into context probably and give it credit for, you know, what it is able to do. That's very true. It's very true. You know, I think I think Laura needs to take a little, you know, needs to think about that a little bit while she starts giving her her answer. <laughs> you know what I liked was that <laughs> the movie starts off. I, I did kind of. I was digging the music. It was kind of ridiculous. It, yeah, they had like um, the movie started off with uh, the guitar, dun dun, and like that was kind of like fun and silly. And then anytime they killed people, <laughs> they they would kill somebody. There would be that little guitar riff mm-hmm. that <laughs> it was like <laughs> by like the fifth kill. It was kind of silly, but um, yeah, it was uh. <laughs> there were a lot of like, I have to admit, there were some funny parts and also scary parts uh, amongst the ridiculous. Like some of the scarier parts for me, like when Debbie was, they brought her back home because, okay, well, you need to just stay out of this business while we figure out what's going on with these clowns. So they drop her off at home. And the first thing she does is, you know, gratuitous shower scene. She kind of gets in. And I don't know if you guys picked up on this, but they like go back and forth to her, like showering like five times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like movie showering. I don't know why. She's taking like an hour long shower. With- yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like the final time that they get back to her, you see that um, she had some popcorn that was like stuck to her clothes because originally when her and Mike went to go investigate the, the crash site, the aliens chased them out by shooting popcorn at them, which seems kind of silly. But then you kind of find out that the popcorn is sort of how the clowns reproduce. It's kind of like uh, their spores, you know, the, the popcorn kernels turn into like little baby, little baby <laughs> eel clowns or something. <laughs> I would say, I would say sperm, sperm. Mm-hmm. It's basically like clown sperm, right? So while she's in the shower, like the popcorn, like kind of grows into the little, little <laughs> clown things and they pop out of like her hamper and they kind of like attack her. I thought that was kind of creepy. They were very like, you ever see those um, deep sea eels that you're not ever meant to see that have like big teeth and jaws. Mm-hmm. And Mm-hmm. That was kind of scary. There was also the one where the clown goes back to the precinct and, and visits uh, uh, Deputy Mooney, who's the old like disgruntled cop who hates everything. And he uh, he puts handcuffs on the clown because the clown like shoots water into his face with the flowers. He puts the handcuffs on, but then the hands fall off. And I thought that was kind of funny. Good joke. Then like right after that moment, that the, he goes to put the clown into the, the jail cell. And he closes the door, and then the clown like sticks out his um. I think it's his tongue. Oh no! It was a. It was one of those little like uh. What is it, like you're you're at a party and you blow the not like a zoo, but you blow it and it, like it, it uncoils. Yeah, it's like a. Uh, I don't know what's called blower or something. I don't know. What well, yeah, called. like a party blower or something. <laughs> what, kind of part, what kind of party is that? Okay. It <laughs> <laughs> was coming out of my mouth. I was like, oh my. <laughs> That's gonna be that's my that's my that's my quarantine job. Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! So he does that from like behind the bars, and it comes through, and it turns into like a hand, and it chokes Officer Mooney. And I thought that was kind of like creepy. And then the next scene, obviously, he kills he kills the cop, and then he's got his like he's killed him, and he has his hand like in his back like a puppet, and he's like controlling him, and then he kind of like pulls the hand out and like shakes off the blood, and I oof, I thought that was. Yeah. Uh, that was really creepy. And then also, like, toward the end, you know, not to fast forward too much, but when they're, like, investigating the, the ship, they're trying to chase the clowns out. 
they find that the clowns have like stockpiled pretty much the entire town in their storage area. They've turned everybody into cotton candy. Everyone's a big cocoon of cotton candy. And one of the clowns walks up and then pulls it out, like Laura said, a sippy straw and like sticks it into the cotton candy cocoon and like sucks the blood out. And I thought that was just filthy. I, I was so grossed out by that. But um, <laughs> again, it was that means it was effective. I thought that was uh, was pretty good. Very effective. Very effective. Overall initial take of the movie. Wow. Okay. All right. Sounds so like do... you liked it, Greg. Mm-hmm. I know. I think you're in the 78 percentile. Yeah. Yeah. You sound like you liked it. <laughs> I'm just All giving right. it my the, my positive take. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what do you what do you think, Laura? Let's let Laura go now, uh, and then I'll go last and kind of clean up whatever's left on the floor. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. What do you well, What do you think, Laura? I think it's safe to say that this movie is completely ludicrous. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like super low budget. The acting is, it, it truly is the worst acting I've ever seen. (laughs) Truly. Uh But is it the worst movie I've ever seen? I would have to say no. I think the problem is, is that it's not scary at all. And I even think if you don't like clown, even if you're afraid of clowns, I don't feel like they were, I disagree with Greg. I don't think they were effective in the horror aspect of this. I agree. I think if any one scene was like really like a creepy scene, it was the one where he does have the cop as his own personal puppet. The problem with that scene is, is that you hated this cop from the get go and you almost wanted to see him get it right. So even though that scene could have been creepy, it was also satisfying because we all hated that character. You know, he didn't believe anyone when they were trying to say, hey, there's killer clowns. And and he was a huge dick to the younger cop who was clearly like newer to the force. I mean, I just feel like even for the 80s, this is just not great. Um, my biggest problem with this movie is just that it's considered a horror film, like maybe a a horror film for like middle schoolers who are starting out and have never seen a horror film and need like a gateway movie, maybe. But I feel like this is a straight up 80s B movie, super cheesy, campy comedy. And yes, I think if you went into it knowing that you might actually enjoy it. I almost felt like, have you guys ever seen the Mystery Science Theater 3000 movies? Yeah, yeah. I almost felt like this was like that. You as the audience are the three, you know, the guy and the two robots at the bottom of the screen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's funny because even though they have to watch these horrid movies and like comment on it and then it makes it funny. And then we as viewers watch this. And even though it's a terrible movie, you're enjoying the jokes Mm-hmm. I still got that same feeling and sense. So when this movie was over, I was like, I don't know. It was terrible, but it was also kind of funny. Yeah. Somewhat, somewhat at least enjoyable. Yeah. It's almost like I, I, all I could kept saying to myself last night was I hated it, but I didn't like, I think that there are movies where I, prior to this movie, I said, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. I would never watch it again. It was not enjoyable. Whereas this movie, I don't like it. I don't think it's a good movie, but I'm I don't regret seeing it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, like you like you said, you you didn't enjoy the movie, but you enjoyed the experience of watching yeah, the movie. Right. Because mm-hmm. it it was kind of funny. It, there were certain scenes that were funny. I think that made it like mildly entertaining. 
but like I said, my biggest problem is just the fact that this is considered a horror movie. Uh, and then the acting's really bad. I even thought the plot was terrible, you guys. Like, I don't think that was a very solid plot, to be honest. Um, and even though I don't feel like the clowns were that scary looking, I will give credit to like costumes. I think costumes was amazing. Yeah, and I think that this movie probably, it like Greg said, it, it was set out to be like a silly movie. That's why it's called Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Did they achieve that? Yes. Do I wish it was a horror comedy? No. I wish it was just like a weird comedy. I don't know. There was just, there was no like, there, it just wasn't scary for me. There were no chills, you know? The clowns themselves, right? Couldn't they have been? I didn't like how they, I, I'm glad they didn't talk. Okay, that's good. They're aliens. Yeah. They couldn't. But then also had like their voices were like Ewoks. They kind of... <laughs> <laughs> and then like every now and then they would kind of laugh like crusty the clown <laughs> and i'm like yeah and and i just didn't i wish you know what would have been good if they would have really fleshed out their origins like the first i don't know you tell you guys had to have thought this like if aliens are crashing into the earth why the heck are they based on earthly modern earthly things like clowns and popcorn and and like you know oh, don't even get me started on this if we went down that rabbit hole like then you truly that's when you will hate this movie and there will be nothing to even talk <laughs> about because it's like how how are they clowns how do they know this culture you know yeah. or how do they have the popcorn guns and the cotton candy like th that part doesn't make any sense you have to completely not think about that and overlook that and just no, be and, like they're killer it, clowns no it <laughs> makes it makes perfect sense it makes i already i, I already know the the answer it makes perfect sense the, the originally these aliens they of course they didn't look like clowns they came down you know maybe in the 70s or 60s on a research mission and all they went to was a circus and they were like oh, okay this is what everything is everything's a clown everything's a circus everything's a game and then when they went back to their home planet they're like okay this is what we need to adapt to before we come back there you go but problem problem solved done okay i don't think so though because it it makes it seem like they're just there for some food right they're just there to drink to kill people and drink them. And so like, it's almost like they're passing by, you know, they landed there and they're about to drink these people. They, they didn't No, That's, that's not right. Rob, no. <laughs> My name is Stitches. Mike was Stitches. explaining it to deputy Dave when they went to go visit. He, and he said something about, I, I think he said something about how like ancient cultures based like the trickster image on these like aliens and I, I and so it made it sound like we got our idea of the clown from aliens and then that just perpetuated through society um but then i it, it still doesn't like i like that idea and that would be really cool if they actually made that and they it would make, make them seem a lot scarier but the then that doesn't explain obviously how they are just just screwing with people they're shopping at the drugstore you know um and they have like modern understanding of of society and like that so that didn't make any sense but yeah i wish that that you know that would have added to their their scariness that's the thing is like they look they look really really creepy but i think maybe one reason why i would agree with laura where they are not scary because they they just do so many they walk so normally normally they walk slow and dumb like yeah slow and what? dumb like they're not really terrifying and they almost seem like they're just messing with people so i don't know which yeah. is yeah. And I mean, I, I, looking back, honestly, it is funny. Like when that one clown is in front of the drugstore, pretty much all the drugstore stuff was hilarious to me. 
when he's he's in front of this drugstore and he wants to be like incognito for a minute, which is ridiculous because they're all just killing everyone anyway. And he sees that in front of this like pharmacy drugstore, there's like one of those life-size, you know, animatronic gorilla. uh gorilla. Yeah, it was a gorilla. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of moving just like this. And so he's like, oh, I'm going to stand on the other side of this door and move in the same way. So people just think I'm fake too. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really funny. And then there, there's a whole scene where two clowns are in the drugstore and they're just like causing mayhem. They're knocking everything off the shelves and like looking at things. And it almost honestly reminds me of like early scenes of E.T., when E.T. Mm-hmm. is like figuring out what shit is and, you know, the people's house and is like, oh, what's this beer? And oh, I'm drunk now. And what's this TV? And, you know, he's just knocking sh- everything over. I-, I don't know. Stuff like that was, was was pretty funny. What about the one where they that little baby uh, clown rides up on his little bike? Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 the guy, the biker, he comes over and smashes the, the clown's bike and then... The clown jumps up into the sky and comes back down with boxing gloves on his hands. And then mm-hmm. he literally punches the guy's head off of his body. His he- Punches his head <laughs> off. Like, what? But he punches it like <sighs> blood force trauma, right? And then he, But it severs like on his mm-hmm. neck. I thought that was just so... It was funny, but it was so ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> this, movie, this just shouldn't be a horror movie. You know, this shouldn't be considered a horror movie in my in my mind uh, i don't know I all don't right know. rob let's get let's get mm-hmm. your yeah. uh, way in here yeah i mean i i don't know how you can say this is not a horror movie though it's like i mean yeah i agree that it's horror comedy or comedy horror whatever one you want to put first but it the clowns are fucked up looking their actions aside just looking at the clowns are they're so fucked up looking i do agree with that yeah you know just yeah. the 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 molding that they used or whatever they just look so messed up that 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 alone to me is scary see when i first when i first saw images of what they looked like cuz uh, you know, I hadn't seen this before. Uh, when I saw images on like a Google search, I was like, oh my God, that was weird, right? Or it was weird. It was weird to me. I wouldn't even say it was unsettling. It was just weird. But the problem is, is that you get used to it so quickly. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, they're just silly and they're jokesters. Like you see what they're doing and you're like, yeah. you're killing people, but they're doing it in such a silly way. You know, they're throwing popcorn at them and doing finger puppets that then grab them. I mean, it was just, I don't know. Anyway, mm-hmm. sorry. Continue yeah, around. I mean, I, I definitely agree with both of you guys and the fact that like, yeah, this was poorly written. <laughs> this was not, a, you know, one of the I forget what it's called, like the blacklist or whatever, where it's like the best screenplays out there that people want that nobody wants this screenplay. You know, no. it was really bad. It was really bad storytelling. I'll give you guys that much. And it, like you said, literally, it's just cutting back to back scenes of just different ways that these clowns can like kill people and more ridiculous, you know, whether it's like throwing pies at them until they melt. <sighs> <laughs> or uh you know yeah like i said the puppet the puppet one or all, all the different crazy wigs you know it's like there's not even like a story involved in half this movie wow. it's just scenes that are crazy so i'll give you that much i'll give you that much but but it is creepy i think it's creepy they're they're weird looking and creepy looking um i'd be scared if i saw one of them on the well sure that's but that's a different story here I mean, yeah, for, for me, like, I think right away, like, I kind of knew what this movie was going to be. I was not trying to hold this into high regard. I, I saw this movie as like, this is going to be fucking ridiculous right away. 
Um, this was not a lot what I remembered when I picked this movie, though. I think when I, I think if I'm, if I'm being honest, I think I saw this on TV when I was little. So that's why this movie like really has like a weird thing where I was like really scared of this movie. That's yeah. why I put it on my list because like I remember this movie is fucked up looking. Yeah. But I don't remember a lot of this movie though. I don't remember a lot of the scenes. I remember specific things like the part where he's drinking the cocoon with the silly straw. I remember that scene in my head. I'm like, oh shit, I remember this scene. And I think it's that's the point when I was little when I was watching this. And we're talking about maybe when I was I don't know, maybe 13 or 14 or something like that, where I like stopped watching it. I like, had to turn it off at that mm. point. You know? um, wow. But I definitely have like a memory of, of watching this as a little kid, whether it was on. It was visually disturbing. I don't know if I would let my, I don't know if I'd let, you know, my kid watch it mm-hmm. for a while. Like it just visually it's disturbing. That's the thing about clowns, man, is there's, there's something about them. I mean, even if you just take a normal clown, forget the grotesque makeup that they've used, just like a, a clown in general. I know they're meant to be happy and funny, but there's something about like, you know, even you have admitted before like, you don't like when like a, a, a creature or something in movies has like a weird bodily proportion or is yeah. like, moving in a weird way. Like clowns, like the way that they're, you can't get a, like a visual grasp on their proportions. Like their feet are, you can't tell they're usually like big and they're all of the, they're usually very, very tall, but their frame doesn't match up with their height. Um, and they just look weird and their, their faces are covered by like makeup and you just, you can't, there's something very like unsettling and discomforting about clowns in general, you know? So yeah. like, yeah. I don't know if like you say you were like 12 or 13. I don't even know if I'd let my kid watch it at that age, PG 13, but you know. Yeah. I mean, I hate it every time they show their hands. Like yeah. their their hands were like you said were really proportioned weird and they had like the little baby fingernails on them. And it was <laughs> like for some reason every time they showed their hands it gave me like the willies. I was like, oh, oh I, fuck. Here I was thinking you were saying I hate it when they showed their hands because that took away from how I was thinking that too. <laughs> they might have been because their hands were just so dumb and they look like mickey mouse's hands at disneyland they have like three fingers and like a big like fat like fingers, gloves yeah oh my god if if mickey mouse was like doused in acid geez, <laughs> you know there's no way that's fucking mickey mouse hands those things were fucked up looking those look like some messed up sausages i tried to make late at night shit oh my you know yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. um yeah i mean i mean the things i kind of liked though was the um I like the cotton candy ex- aspect of the cocoons. I thought that was really creative and I thought it was kind of, you know, cool at some parts where it was very similar to spider webs. Just the texture is something I never thought about before of like, oh, cotton candy is very spider web like. Yeah. And so the fact that they were like stringing them up like spiders, I thought that was a pretty cool idea. And every time they would like pull the little bit of the cotton candy down, it would be like a face in there and all bloody. I thought yeah. that was pretty fucked up looking. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, this is the least amount of notes I've written on a movie. I literally, I I think I literally have like half a page. You know, there's not a whole lot I wrote down on this movie. I I did want to ask you guys, did you guys have any like weird dreams after watching this movie? No. Scary or side, just such weird imagery in this movie or weird things. I was wondering if either of you had anything. You would think after seeing the female clowns, I would have had the worst nightmares ever. But I didn't know. No, 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 I I didn't at all. But I have a question for you guys. Do you understand the whole balloon aspect of this movie? So to recap, they put about, you know, 85, 90% of the people they kill in these uh, cotton candy cocoons. And it's 
pretty clear that they kill him and then they put him in these cocoons, which for whatever reason, like makes it easy for them to drink the blood out of them, like drain them basically. Um, but then they, they capture the main girl and they put her in this giant balloon where she's mm. alive. I mean, she can breathe in there. She's just suspended in this balloon. And at first I was like, well, that's convenient. Of course, they put one of the main characters in this balloon. It's a way for her to get out and survive. But Mm -hmm. then they do show that when she's hung up, there are a few other big balloons with people in them. And then even the younger cop says, no, I think there's like there's more people in there. They're alive. Like I I, I need to save them. Why were they putting certain people in balloons? Mm -hmm. Do we know? Does anyone have a theory on that? And also... Another, not a theory I have, but was it all women? Were they maybe doing something with women? That's what I was going to ask you if it was all women, because then it'd be for mm. procreation. That that was my only thing. If it's all women, that's for procreation. Then then those people, those women are going to be just spawn their clown shit. But we already saw female clowns, did we not? Or were those just male clowns pretending to be oh, female? You'd have to ask the, what are they, the Pelosi brothers? How far they got? I don't know. <laughs> I originally took it as if they... There were a lot of people who died or who were tormented in this movie and not for the reason of being spun into a cotton candy web and being eaten. So it seemed like maybe at some point the clowns like they by the end of the movie, that whole storage area was just full of bodies. So, yeah, I took that as they were just sadistic and they just wanted to mess with certain people like, you know, when they had had their fill or they thought, well, we have more than we need. Let's just, you know, mess with people or, or torture them and maybe t- take some back to our planet and, and you know, uh, experiment on them or, or whatever. Hmm. I hadn't thought about that, you know, procreation, um, mm-hmm. you know, aspect to it, which could, which could be plausible, too. Yeah. yeah. What, if, what if one of the clowns came out and he was holding a turkey baster? Like in. Uh... Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Rob, Rob can't get over the turkey baster. <laughs> turkey baster. Yeah. Huh? It, it would definitely be filled with like glitter or something like that, though. But still, you know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. When the when the girls. So when the, the Terenzi brothers fell in the hole and they landed in that ball pit and they saw those two girl clowns. But then did you, did you notice that one of the clowns, like her boobs were like expanding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The one of the brothers was like, "Are you Debbie's roommates?" And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> "I mean, that was the dumbest." Like, Are you Debbie's roommates? It's really sad because mm. normally characters like that and scenes like that do add like the comedy to most movies, and normally that those exact lines and scenes in any other movie would be like, "Oh, that's funny," mm-hmm. but this movie was just so bizarre and ridiculous that. It was too, I, I thought that was too much. They were too much because yeah. this movie already had all this comedy. And one of the biggest problems I actually had with this movie was just like, even though the whole thing was ridiculous and like, we should not overthink anything that happens in this movie. Because if you went down that road and like, how is this possible? It, you would just be so mad. Yeah. But even still, the fact that they were up in like this circus tent spaceship that blew up but they were in their ice cream truck in the freezer, which fell from the sky, blew up, then fell from the sky, landed on the ground in somewhat perfect condition. And then they're like, well, we just hid in the freezer. Like, oh my God. (laughs) Are you trying to make this the worst movie ever? (laughs) And they couldn't have gotten out of the truck and they were like, get out of the truck. And they're like, we can't, it's a rental. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> that's a good line. That's a good line. That's a good line. Ridiculous. That's a good line. Here's the thing, though. I and I think I've already made this pretty clear. I, I what I would say about this movie is, even though I think it's a bad movie and I think it's super dumb, I do maybe understand why a lot of people like it. Just, I mean, you see it at the right time in your life. It's super silly. Maybe you don't even really like horror that much. I mean, yeah, if you know what you're getting into going into this, it could be fun. You know what I noticed about the the timing of this movie was that Stephen King's It, which obviously centered around a horrible clown, mm-hmm. he released his book, the the literature, in '86. Mm. Then this movie was released in '88. Mm. And then he, the It movie was released in 90. So I was just thinking when I saw that, like, he was probably looking at this movie like, you guys fucked up the clown. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was <laughs> to do some amazing stuff here. What are you guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just oh. thought about that. Because I was, like, wondering where this movie placed in the the realm of clown movies. And obviously, It was the closest thing. And I just thought, oh, man, he was probably looking at this like, what are you you ruined it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. I was w- wondering, Laura, did anything grind your gears or did anything not grind your gears in this movie? <laughs> you know, the whole movie did, but there was one we- like scene that really bothered me. Okay, let me give you a drop. Okay, let me give you a drop. <laughs> Richard Gere. Blink, 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 blink. <laughs> okay, okay, Laura. <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys remember this i i clearly have a thing when someone says something over and over and over and over and over again well there's a scene where they come across a door and he's like the, the actor oh, who's God. terrible oh yeah greg knows see it grinds right. his gears. gears yes here we go all right he goes it's a door okay and then he opens it and then there's another door like this is a joke they're clowns right it's another door okay sure then he does it again, a third door. It's another door. Okay, listen. <laughs> Two, maybe three times, I can understand. He fucking opened like five doors, and every time he acted like it was a surprise. <laughs> it's another door. It's another door. It's another. And literally, I, at that point, I was just like so stressed out and I had so much anxiety and I knew right away I was like oh shit I think this is my condition coming out because I feel rage I feel rage <laughs> that's fine did you just did you just get up and like kick one of your own doors open just to be like oh my god open the fucking door honestly uh, I'm gonna admit right now I got super baked to watch this movie <laughs> and it's pretty it's pretty incredible that I was literally hitting my pen so much to try to make this movie funnier or like more enjoyable. And there was no amount of weed that made me like not look at this movie. Like this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. That says a lot. I think it really, like I was trying, I was like, what's going on? My husband walked in. I was like, it's not working. The weed is not working. Like I don't feel high because this movie is so bad. It's superseded your high. That scene would be like it is if you were watching someone, you know, you ever watch someone um, undo like the Russian nesting dolls by like the fourth yeah. one. They're like, OK, I know there's going to be like 10 more. and They just keep opening it up. But if they were to be like by the sixth one, oh, my God, there's another one inside. You'd be like, what do you think you're doing? Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to fucking murder you. <laughs> At that point, I was so done with that actor. I was like, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh that's my funny. god. I know that that's what I'm trying to do to Greg. I'm trying to make Greg every episode think I'm gonna do a game. So I keep doing it over and over and over. So he keeps expecting it, and then when he's not expecting it, then I'll then I'll go back <sighs> to the game. So you can't get ahead of that curve for sure. Uh, speaking of Greg and Graves ish, what uh do you got anything for this movie? Great is Graves gonna make an appearance? <laughs> no, no, come on. Graves has to make an appearance. He's gonna pop out with a wig on. I do have I I did like find one little interesting thing that I it's like not anything but yeah you can go ahead and roll that okay all right let's let's get let's get let's get Graves out let's get Graves out let's see what Graves thinks maybe he'll be on my side can I talk about okay Graves Graves is here everybody Graves do you know, do you know any clowns personally <laughs> you know um, any clowns personally I don't honestly I think. It- it would be kind of messed up or a difficult life, quite frankly, to be a professional clown just because of the stigma that they've gotten over the years. Like if you if that's what you do, you go from like party to party and you do tricks and you do fun things and it's actually kind of silly. Don't you guys think that it's a tough it's a tough gig just because over the years that society and culture has turned clowns into like an evil thing that people just don't like. I, I remember reading one psych- like study that was like, actually, most kids naturally don't like clowns. It's not a thing that we like just develop as adults, like just normal clowns. Like, they're unusual and they look, you know, I don't know. They just, they rub children the wrong way. <laughs> so, but they just made them- <laughs> Oh my goodness. Wow. <laughs> That's a, you can't, you can't, you can't get over that stigma. Oh my goodness. Oh, mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is there a right way to rub children? It's not a right way, right? Like, like psychologically. It's just I've been drinking for like eleven hours today, so I think that's the problem. So I'm all, all I'm saying is like it just it it, it um it's probably a, t- a tough gig. It's all I'm saying. Like um and <laughs> I I don't even have anything for the diggings except uh, I did look up uh. Have you guys heard of Wrinkles the Clown? Is that like a is that like a new horror movie or something? It's uh I think it's a Netflix show or a, mm. I don't know documentary or something yeah. on this um supposedly he's this old like retired uh, vet who lives in Florida and he has a, a service where he gets parents to call him and for a couple of hundred dollars he'll go in and and scare your kids in very like you know, horrific ways. Like, take a look at, can you see this? This is what he looks like. Oh my goodness. That looks, man, that looks kind of like my little description almost a little bit. See, that's a fucked up clown right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I thought I kind of want to watch that, uh, that show, but I thought it was interesting that he's kind of like embrace I guess the, uh, the horror trope of clowns rather than, you know, try to be like a fun neat clown like crusty or, or bozo or ronald mcdonald or whatever he's he's gone the opposite direction um mm-hmm. so I just thought that was interesting that's that's all i really have for this i i thought it was another thing there's a movie out and maybe we'll watch it maybe we won't probably we won't it's called killer clowns from kansas on crack oh my god <laughs> i think it's the sequel to this movie <laughs> it's definitely not the sequel it's not the sequel but no because I, I looked up if there was any sequels clowns from kansas on crack yeah everything with the k too yeah i think that's gonna go on my list i'm gonna do it just just to make laura watch it 
All right. Well, thanks, Graves, for making a little. You're definitely your shortest appearance too, Graves. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, man, you must have something to do. Yeah. All right, Graves, <laughs> go back in your casket. Don't don't touch any children, okay? Right. Don't rub any kids. Yeah, don't rub any kids. Yeah, Graves. All right. <laughs> Greg's back. Greg's back. Greg, Greg doesn't rub kids, so no that. yeah. Mm-hmm. Graves, that's another story. That the, that one scene where the the clown was like beckoning that little girl from the restaurant. That was actually that was the worst. That was bad. Yeah, that's the one I think Laura was like that really gave you anxiety. Is it because your daughter? Is that why it gave you anxiety in that scene? Just or? like, well, I was like, oh shit, am I about to see this clown like murder a child? Now that honestly, that would have made this movie for sure a horror movie. Oh yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> right, it like murdering a whole town. It doesn't make it a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Well, the way that they kill these people, I don't know. Oh, we forgot to talk about the dog. Yeah, the dog in the beginning. Was it Pooh Bear? Yeah. Pooh oh, Bear. the dog for sure mm-hmm. died. Do you notice that when the when they revealed the old man, he was probably the first reveal, right? Or was it the kid with the glasses? But when they revealed the old man in the cocoon of cotton candy dead, right? They show that they had like a much smaller cotton candy oh like a little dog candy them. oh man so you just know that the dog yeah mm-hmm. Pooh bear yeah <laughs> i like that scene actually where the where it was totally random like every other scene in this movie but where there was this guy driving on the highway and then a, a clown pulls up to him <laughs> like, a motorcycle, and then he looks down and he's actually not on a motorcycle just the, the headlights are on his feet or something yeah he's just like floating Dude, I actually have a really fun fact about that scene I totally forgot about. Uh-oh. I read randomly that this scene was supposed to be the intro scene to the movie, which, side note, I think would have been really cool. If they opened the movie with that and there was just some clown like coming up on the side of some guy's car on a, like an invisible bike, that would be pretty badass. I, I think that, that was a stronger opening. I don't know why they decided not to do it, but apparently, and I'm not going to go back and rewatch this movie, so I can't <laughs> fact check this, but apparently the the man that's in the car, they screwed up because that was supposed to be the intro and then it wasn't and they put it later in the film. And apparently there's a scene where they, when they show another dead body in the cotton candy, it's his face. Oh. <laughs> but then a few scenes <laughs> later, here him? he is driving the car. <laughs> which i mean no one's gonna catch but that would have been a much better opening no i really think we should rewatch it you know nope. and, and just double check and fact check that you know nah. if anything we're a podcast about facts so we definitely <laughs> yeah, should fact right? check that. i want to ask you guys that question like uh obviously we know the answer for laura you you wouldn't rewatch this rob would no. you rewatch this I don't, I don't really think so. I think like Laura talked about, I think the only way I would is if you're like, you're getting together a group of people and friends and you want to just put something on and joke around and have a good time, like mystery science theater and just laugh. Yeah. And that's the only way I probably would do it would be that, you know, I'm just going to remind Rob, he might stand up for this movie, but we, as we said earlier, we were watching this on Netflix party and you can pause at certain times and uh, Rob paused and then had to uh, deal with his child who was, crying he was being a killer clown my child was being a killer clown and so at one point he was taking so long and greg and i were legit concerned but then we were like no we'll just keep watching the movie (laughs) so we we continue to watch it and then rob comes back and we're kind of telling him what was going on and we're like oh do you want us to rewind because it's only been a few minutes and he's like no thanks (laughs) 
So stand up for this movie all you want, but there is proof. Yeah, I'm, I'm cut. I'm cutting this all out. We don't. Nope. Nobody's, nobody's gonna hear this. Nobody's gonna hear this. We were at, at that point. I think we we're at this at the point where you find out that, um, crazily enough, all of the clowns' their weak spot is their giant, big ass nose, the biggest part on their body for a target, right? So they're not, even though they've mastered in interstellar space and and uh, you know, <laughs> rocket propulsion and turning people into cotton candy, they didn't realize like if you just if you poke their nose with a badge, you end the whole operation. Yeah. So let's uh let, let's go to the end of the movie. You know, we've already you know s- uh, spoken so positively ab- up to this point about it. So let's go to the end here. I know. I think I missed a lot of the setup from the end here. So I, all I saw was when I came back was there's a big giant mega clown. So I don't even know how that clown got here. So can you guys run down what, what happened to the end of this movie? Honestly, he just showed up. And normally <laughs> in movies, when there's like a bigger, badder, what have you at the end, it's usually like, oh, shit, you know. But in this movie, it was like, all right, now there's a bigger clown. Cool. I mean, I don't know. It just, it, to me, that was not effective. Yeah, because I, I just saw it and I'm like, oh, shit, that looks pretty crazy. Because it was almost like, a, I don't know, was it like rat-like or like a lizardy like You know, it looked, definitely looked different. It was just like a Godzilla-sized like a Godzilla clown. clown? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, there's always, like, in every, it, it was very stereotypical. There's, at the end of the tunnel, you you fight your way through a bunch of small bad dudes and then at the end, there's always a giant alien or a giant monster or a giant whatever that's like the king of them all. This one was on strings. He kind of looked like Pinocchio that he broke through the strings. I kind of liked how the proportion was set up. It kind of looked like a guy in a suit, but then they matched it up against the, the ice cream truck and it looked like he was actually that big. That was kind of cool. But really, if you're looking for an explanation as to his origin, you're, you're not going to find what <laughs> popped out well also he pops out and then he's there for like what a minute and then what same same thing they fucking somebody pops his nose and then you're at the end of the movie right yeah that's what i'm saying he the deputy dave gets stuck in his grasp and he lost his gun and he tried shooting him like a thousand times we joked about this last night he can snipe a clown's nose from like 50 feet with the shotgun (laughs) but then he has a, a handgun like point blank he can't hit the biggest clown of the ball <laughs> right on the nose so then what he does is he takes the, like i mentioned a minute ago he just takes the his deputy badge off of his suit and he pokes the clown's nose and it blows up and like their entire clown uh situation is is thwarted it was so crazy <laughs> yeah so that, that's pretty much the end of the movie then right yeah you know like we said we already talked about the scene where the the ice cream truck falls down and they come out and they're alive and this and that you know um, I did read, they said that originally that the Deputy Dave, right? That's his name, right? The young cop, mm-hmm. right? That he was supposed to die at the end. That when the ship blows oh. up, he dies. But they said that that people felt a little like uh, sad at the end. So they put it where he comes out in the ice cream truck and he lives. And, uh, oh, they cared, they cared about story and emotion. Yeah, they, yeah, they actually yeah. did. <laughs> that, was, that, was the, that, was the, that was the only note they got back from anybody was, was that note. Like, oh, can you let him live? Not like any of the other craziness things that happened. Yeah, he landed, like the truck landed like probably a, a, from 100 or 200 feet in the air on its wheels on the ground. I mean, that's, gonna, that's, um, that's a death sentence for any living creature. I don't even get me started. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
But I'm glad they cared about the the sentiment of the viewer. That's yeah. Mm -hmm. That's probably what saved the movie for. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um. So let's get to. I got a couple uh, positive critic reviews because, like I said, this movie had a 78% critic rating. I'm flabbergasted. Like I get why it's a cult classic to a degree, but I seven what 78 percent 78 yeah 78 that Mm -hmm. blows my mind which is higher than i think like half the movies we've reviewed i mean it's crazy yeah yeah um so i got i picked out two you know i'll read the the first one is from matt uh, brunson um from creative loafing this is an april 28th 2018 he says uh the imagination that went into the visual effects the set design and the alien gadgetry makes it easy to overlook any minor deficiencies in other departments so he's just talking about that the the visual effects and all the set designs and stuff like that overcome anything about this story do you guys agree with that or not no no the positive <laughs> no not from laura laura just like a big drink of her her drink there so I, I I do like the first part of what he's saying. I, I'm really yeah. into the visuals. Like they killed it. I mean the the costumes. I've never seen creepier things handcrafted and animated like that in a movie. It was like I don't know. It was like you know when you were a kid and you went to Chuck E. Cheese and you just at some point expected them to come off the rails. Those animatronic creatures and how crazy that would be. This was like that. But add another layer of just ugliness and, and creepiness. Like I like that. But then to say that that washes out the quality of what makes any normal movie a, a good movie, like direction and screenplay and, and visual effects. Like, I don't know. I mean, the only way I give credit to that review is if you consider the fact that, you know, the budget, you know, it being a, a B movie, what, what can you do with that? You know? Yeah. Yeah. The only other uh, review I have here, I think, I think is really sums up a lot of the people that probably say they do like this movie for a certain aspect. This one actually is just not even a critic review. This is just a person, you know, one of the, whatever you want to call it, the fans that had a review, but I thought it was actually really interesting. So it says the, the cinematic equivalent of cotton candy, this goofy delight delivers on exactly what the title promises. The silly music, cheesy effects and wooden acting are right out of the eighties, low budget playbook, dumb and fun. So that pretty much just says kind of like we're talking about. It's just, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. this movie, this is something I really want to talk to Greg about because Greg through whatever we're at 12, 13 episodes, Greg really likes to do this thing where he talks about, you know, did the director achieve what he wanted to out of a movie mm-hmm. and two being, did the movie know what it wanted to be and did it achieve that? And I think this movie from the very beginning, it knows what it wants to be. It knows where they want to go. And I think it achieves what they wanted it to be. I mean, I don't know if you really can argue that much against them knowing what they want to do from the beginning and actually doing it. That's a good, that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you, Greg. I mean, it seems like, like, what did, do you have any uh, feedback from what the director has said about it? Like, um, I mean, it it does seem pretty clear that you probably don't even have to listen to the word he says uh, to know that he was looking for something that was just goofy and crazy and had elements of uh, horror to it. And just like within two minutes of the movie, the three of us were like, what the hell is this? This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. I need more weed. Like, so that was our reaction before we even got to see like the, the main part of the movie. So, you know what they were going for. So I don't know, like I would have to guess that he, I would guess that they, totally nailed what they were looking for and they loved every minute of creating this movie I, it looks like it was probably a blast to create honestly can i just bring up another I, I think maybe the funniest line from our little chat 
on Netflix party was Greg. He says, Rob, what have you done? <laughs> this is like this is like what fifteen minutes into the movie, and he's just yeah. like, "What mm-hmm. have you done?" Yeah. yeah, all right. So let's get to let's get to our ratings here. I'm interested to hear what you, what you guys give for these ratings for this movie. I think I, I think I've done an admirable job of trying to salvage <laughs> what I can from this movie, you know, and build up uh, as much positive uh, response that I could put into this before we get to this point. You know, I don't know if I did a great enough job, but will anything change? But yeah, let's let's do our ratings. Yeah, one to five. Uh, so let's do how many sticks of cotton candy? How many <laughs> how many sticks of cotton candy are you giving this movie? So how many sticks, you know? And, and if you're going super low, which is how much cotton candy is on that stick? Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How much cotton candy is on that stick, too? So it's so at one to five. So who wants to start here? Do you want me to start? Since yeah. I'll, we'll start yeah. with the we'll start with the we'll start with the positive, you know, and then kind of maybe work our way down. <laughs> yeah, for me, like like Greg said, I mean, um, this is not a great movie. Uh, like I said, yeah, writing is horrible. I mean. Like I said, visually, there's some creepy stuff in here. For me, I don't like the clowns the way they look, so it was eerie to me. Yeah, like you said, Laura, it's not really like horror specific. You know, I didn't feel like on edge a lot. Do you know? But just there's there's definitely imagery in this stuff that just made me like creeped out. But as a whole, it's it's not a great movie. But I do give it points. Like I said, if you're if you want to get together a group of friends and and watch this movie and just joke and laugh, you're gonna have a blast. Yeah, you're gonna have a really good time. You know, you try to do the same exact thing with half the other movies we talk about, like Crawl, you know, or The Faculty. I don't know if you're going to have that much of a good time because those aren't that bad. They're they're not great. Poor Greg. They're not, <laughs> they're Greg not... <laughs> just continues to pick the worst movies. <laughs> so, uh, so, so. <laughs> Greg's just shaking his head over there. He just <laughs> but uh, yeah, so one one to five. Um, I I would I'd have to say like a two. I'll give it a two out of five. I think normally, just as the movie itself, I would say a one. But I'm giving it an extra cotton candy stick for like group watchability. Can I just say that that's only one stick less than what you gave The Shining. Like that's insane, <laughs> man. <laughs> that yeah. is insane. Uh-huh. And so this was better than the faculty? Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, my God. The faculty was at least a movie. I'm going to have to turn you into cotton candy, Rob, after that <laughs> comment. Maybe put a cherry on top. Yeah. Some acid Greg, pies. So Greg's, Greg's going Greg's to show up my pad with like a clown suit on and shit. <laughs> trying to throw popcorn at me. All right, so who wants to go next? Who wants to build off that? Uh, that... I want Greg to go next. Greg wants to go next. Okay. <laughs> Honestly, I I don't. Setting, I'm give... setting the I'm setting the bar high at two. So <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to give it any cotton candy. Um, what? It can't be a zero. I maybe like maybe a bite of cotton candy. But here's the thing: is like this. I, I I do. Your points are well taken about what you said about watching this movie in a group. It it actually made me think of. Um, Honestly, I don't know where or, or this was like a long time ago. I remember we were at some, you know, club or a bar where it was like really loud and kind of really busy. And for some reason they were, they had TVs on the, on the side of the walls and they were playing um, some really cheesy old B horror, horror movie, a B movie. And it was like one of the, it was like this movie where 
it was really campy and it was wild and like insane, but it was very like gripping. The fact that you weren't really there to pay attention to the movie, but it was just happening around you. I thought was really interesting. And for some reason it made it very enjoyable. Whereas I, I knew that if I were just watching that movie in my living room, it would have been a terrible experience. I feel like this movie belongs in that category where you're at a club or you're at a, you know, a bar or, or a friend's party with friends and you're not really like necessarily there to watch this like a normal movie that you would go to the theater for, but it's just there. It has a very special quality to it. And I, I do appreciate that. Um, so that's why I almost want to give this movie two ratings. Like it's objectively a bad movie, but there's things to enjoy about it at certain times. So um, yeah, I'll give it a, maybe a bite of cotton candy, barely, if anything, almost zero. But then um, <laughs> I'll give it four open sticks, you know, go to the carnival, have someone fill it up. Damn. Okay, Laura, it's uh, it's your turn, Laura. So what do you what do you give in this uh, movie? I give this one empty stick. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so that's like not, you're giving it like a zero? All right. You know when you eat cotton candy and then there's like some remnants on your stick, but you can't, you know, you probably want to, but you'd look pretty fucking desperate if you just start licking like the <laughs> tiny little little bit off. It's like that kind of stick. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's a little bit of pink on there, but you're not going to like suck on your stick. (laughs) In public. (laughs) (laughs) Sucking on that candy stick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Nice. Nice. So, so so your guys ratings were literally like Greg was like a 0.2 and Laura's like a 0.1. Like if we had to give it like an actual number value out of five, it'd be like not even not even a one. It was just like a point. Yeah, because like kind of like what Greg is saying, I I do get why some people may like this. I totally get it, but for me personally, I do not. Yeah, I'm the same. It's just like I said, there's a very specific time and place where yeah. I would enjoy. It. And the thing is, is is my opinion is. I'm not really like watching this like a normal movie. So if that's the case, then I, I can't rate it highly amongst other movies. Yeah. Like, in that regard. You know, but this is this is me watching it for the first time. I wonder if five or six times into it, like if <laughs> I slowly times. Oh my god. I'll never I'll never get to that. But <laughs> if you do, I wonder if it just, you know, it's it slowly grows on you. It'll be like that door Laura doesn't like. You have to open it five times to get to the end. Jesus like that. You gotta Christ. watch this movie five times. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah, okay. So that's uh that's it for the episode, you know. Um I, I try to do my best to to save the clowns, but Laura and Greg killed them and put them in cotton candy. <laughs> nice. Well good good pick, Rob. I'm looking forward to whatever is coming mm-hmm. next. Next I'm doing the killer Kansas crack clowns. I'm gonna pick that one next just to just to mess just to screw you guys over. Oh my god. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so speaking of next picks, uh, actually next week is Laura's movie pick. Uh, and actually something we talked about maybe like a week ago was up to this point, we've all have known what the movie is going to be that we're going to reveal at the end of the episode. And something we talked about was maybe let's leave it all a surprise. So this is actually going to be the first movie that we're going to actually reveal next week's episode. And me and Greg don't even know what it is. So that's something we're going to start doing going forward. Just a little bit more surprise or, or excitement of not knowing what's going to come for anybody now. Um, so, Laura, so what's the reveal? What movie are we going to be watching next week? Uh, next week, we will be talking about 2013's Mama. It, 
I'm very excited to talk about this movie. Uh, by the time that episode comes out, we'll be a few days away or uh, past Mother's Day. So kind of fitting. Not why I'm choosing it, though. Uh, yeah, so 2013 Mama. It's got Jamie Lannister and Game of Thrones. What's his name? Nikolai Coaster Waldo. What's his name? I don't know. Some. That's probably not it. Yeah, but... I have no idea. No, that's definitely it. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jessica Chastain. Oh, oh, that's a really good one-two punch there. Hmm, okay. Yeah, there All right. Go. Well, I know I've definitely never seen that. So I know I, I know Lorio's been kind of uh, talking about it a little bit, saying it's fucked up. So uh, we'll kind of see. Have you seen that one, yeah. Greg? You seen yes, Mama? I have. Yeah. Okay. All right. At least at least I'll be the only one that hasn't seen it. Okay. Yep. All right. Um, Why well, I'm picking it, baby? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good pick. <laughs> Looking forward to that one. Yeah. And we 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 only can go up from Killer Clowns. So. Oh, we can't yeah. go down any lower. Well, I don't know what Greg's next pick is going to be, but we'll see what happens there. Yeah. You know, Kansas on crack, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if anybody wants to email us or hit us up, you know, let us know what future movies we can uh, conjecture. You can hit us up a conjecturing pod at Gmail or Twitter, Instagram at conjecturing pod. Also, I also want to mention to everybody, you know, su- subscribe, rate, review us wherever you guys get your podcast, that's going to give us more feedback into kind of which directions to go with the show. And it's always just good to hear some type of weird review about something we do, or if it's funny or not. Yeah. So this is the, this has been the conjecturing. I've been Rob and Laura and Greg. Yeah. Until next time, remember Horace objection. So conjecture away. See ya. Bye. Bye.
another door.